fellow truthers and conspiracy junkies to another episode of white rabbit i am your host catalyst jones and today i have a fucking surprise for you we got the motherfucking man you guys might know him as somebody that's been going viral on instagram as a fucking truth freedom fighter i know him as my friend matt baker how in the fuck are you brother well, I'm doing great, man. I got to say, I love that new intro. I don't know how long you've been rocking that, but I think the last time I was on, I don't think it was quite that fantastic. That is pretty sick, man. I need you to make me a cool intro like that. That's I appreciate dope. it. But you know what the new <laughs> intro is missing? It's missing Matt Baker because the old one had you at the very end of it, uh, you know. I wasn't going to say anything, but, you know, no, nah, I'll dig it. You can always put me in. I'll give you, uh, I'll give you rights to, to put me in there at any point in time. What do we got going on, man? Man, we got all kinds of shit going on. So I wanted to talk about you for a minute because it's been a minute since you've been on the White Rabbit. And so I may have some people watching or listening that don't know who you are. So why don't you introduce yourself to the people that live under a rock and have never heard of Matt Baker? All right. Well, my name is Matt Baker. I consider myself to be a freedom fighter. I own the t-shirt brand Slave to Liberty. It uh, all started back when the lockdowns kicked off from the COVID wars and the pandemic that we were all involved in, the giant PSYOP mind control washing machine that all of our brains were put into for God knows how many years. And now we're all trying to live in PTSD land and pretend like we're, uh, we're, we're not, uh, you know, we're not in P- PTSD. That is, you know, everyone's like, everything's fine. But the reality is, is the society has been altered irreparably in certain ways from that uh evil bastards what they did to us and um so i've stood up uh, against the tyrants especially against the uh, vaccine passport i went viral originally with my uh hail fauci uh vaccine passport rant which got turned into a rock song you can actually look it up hail fauci it just passed two million views so i was pretty stoked on that did Uh, it because it was yeah, I was plateauing for a while, and I was like, will it ever make $2 million? But then I went viral again, and then so that kind of gave it a bump, and now I'm over the uh, the $2 million. Uh, okay. So I don't well, know what that is. That's that's like, we're going to play that song at the end of the show, actually. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if I get a platinum rabbit or whatever, you know, like some kind of award I should have up here, like my conspiracy awards lined up, you know, how many how many platinum rabbit holes I have or something like that. But um, And then I went super mega viral. I just happened to be doing um i'm actually a construction worker too i have a handyman business 
and I was doing a remodel in Arizona when they stole that election out there in front of everybody's eyes. And I happened to be on um, Gateway Pundit, and they're like, oh, they're having a, a board meeting in uh, Maricopa County. And I called, I called the guy I was working for. I'm like, dude, I got to go down and say something about this. And I went down, and boom, I went like super mega viral again, even Jimmy Kimmel. Jimmy Kimmel did a piece on it and he played both of my rants. I was like, it's funny because he's hating on me, but it's like at the same time, he still played my old one. It's like, you remember him from such great rants as, you know, I actually won a, uh, a pandemic. Kind of awesome. I ran a, I won a pandemic for the, for the greatest COVID rant. Uh, it was a uh, 20, I think it was 2021. Yeah. On Trevor Noah show. A yeah, pandemic. pandemic. I, yeah, they, they actually did an award ceremony. I wasn't actually physically there to accept it, but they're like, and now for the best rant of all of, of COVID rant of 2020. And that, like, pe they actually had people voting and everything. And I was posting on all my social media because even though they were making fun of me, I'm like, I want to fucking win this thing. So I was telling everybody, like, go vote for me, vote for me. And I won. So I was stoked. I was actually in Mexico. Uh, on a on a little vacation when it went down and that just set me on a nice day i was like yes margarita yeah. time i was just <laughs> dude kevin <laughs> the hart greatest rant of all time kevin hart and snoop dogg were making fun of you uh yeah, that was great yeah that's that's a My pretty life was complete yeah right I, up I was a hardcore stoner I, I mean i i you know snoop dogg is kind of a bitch now but back in the day i was like snoop dogg was like you know the coolest guy and you know even even now, it, it was definitely a feather in my cap to have them talking about me. The idea that I could like be at some like camp rally or something and Snoop Dogg be like, "What's up, G?" Like, like <laughs> you know, it's kind of right. weird that they know who you are, you know. So after that, I mean, I get recognized everywhere, especially now that I have like channel and I'm and I'm on uh, Infowars a lot. Um, like they they were actually playing my rant. Somebody did a a, a deep fake of Alex Jones' head on my body doing the uh, you are the cancer this tearing this nation apart rant and it was alex jones perfect perfectly done deep fake of alex jones face on me with the dreads and the and the slave to liberty shirt and all that it was pretty good and they were playing that like multiple it. times a day i have so i'll be like it. in the grocery store and people are like oh my god are you the guy so i got recognized all over the place like uh, it's weird being a, a, a mini mini star the fame of yeah. uh, just just standing up for freedom, you know, it's crazy. Um, so many people don't. Well, you don't you know bother. why, bro? Well, there's two reasons why is because I think Dan Bongino nailed it when he said, "I would never have thought to stop and talk to this guy if I seen him on the streets," type of thing. Because you wouldn't expect like you would expect you to be a woke uh, person coming from LA with the blonde dreadlocks and everything. So people don't expect you to be a free thinker and as smart as you as you are. And then um, what was the other thing? Oh, yeah. The other thing is, is most men, especially coming from Southern California these days, um, they, they don't have a whole lot of fucking testosterone. And even if they do see all the crazy shit going on, they don't have the spine to get out there and speak. And, and you, you're not afraid to get out there and fucking speak. Like, you know your rights and you know, uh, you know that all this fuckery is going on and you're not afraid to get out there and talk about it. I didn't know that you were in Arizona, like on, um, uh, for work. I thought you actually were like, fuck this. And you were like, so pissed off about what was going on that you went out there. No, no, I was actually about uh, 40 minutes away from the actual location that it went down. But, um, 
Yeah, I ended up doing that, and then it, I, it ended up turning into a whole thing because I interviewed a bunch of the people that spoke there. And then there was another guy, um, Michael Schaefer. He had uh, he works for a company that certifies machines, and so any machine that does any kind of job, not just uh, voting, has to be certified by these different different agencies. And so he pointed out that the machines had actually not been certified. They were certified by an agency that's that their actual license to certify was was outdated. So they actually went back after the fact and reestablished the license of the people that were certifying it. So if any one of you or I, like if I, in a construction situation, like if I, my contractor's license is out of whack and I build a house and the inspector comes in and he goes, and I go, yeah, it's built. He's like, well, your license is out of date. You can't, you can't do this job. I'll be like, oh, that's cool. And then he just goes back in and signs the thing that retroactively makes my license work because they don't want to cause the problem because they don't want to admit what was going on with the election. That election, hopefully, uh, Carrie Lake is, I'm, I'm so proud of her and to be involved with that fight because um, she is not giving up. And they keep fighting. I mean, I don't know if you've seen this dump of like 30,000 signatures. I think it was 30,000 um, signatures. And they have them next to the signature. They First of all, they didn't do signature verification. And they have them next to the supposed signature verification that they have online. I mean, it's not even close. Like they didn't tr even try to make it look like it. There's people there just going, John Smith, S Sam something, and just trying to make it look like a signature. Like it's not even close. Like the, it's it just kind of looks like a signature that you could read is the person's name. And they found like, found at least 30,000 of those. And then um, the fact that the machines, like 60% of the machines were not functioning. And then when they went in, when they went to court, they go, well, you have to prove intent. So I'm like, there's no way they're going to prove intent. But in, in reality, they did prove intent, like through a back, through a back way that they didn't even plan. The guy who was involved with doing the, the investigation on those machines, not to just go on and on about it, but I got to wrap it up. But um, oh, you're fine, dude. Involved, you're, you're telling me shit that I don't that was, know. The guy that was involved in doing the, um, the investigation on those machines, he knew – I don't know if you heard about it. So they had printed a 19-inch ballot on a 20-inch piece of paper. So you're a graphic designer. So the design of the print for the Scantron was shrunken. So when you like, it's imagine a, a dollar bill, like in my rant, you put it in a machine, and if the image is shrunk, it will spit it out because it doesn't match up with the reading. So all the Scantron bubbles are in the wrong place because they're sized differently. So everyone's putting their 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 paper in the machine, and it's going, oh sorry, and then they put them in this box three. And so this happened sixty uh, percent of the machines, and they said we don't know why that that happened. And then the, the, that guy, the next day said, oh, well, we actually did know about the 19-inch ballot problem. And then he went on to say, we've actually known about it since the Trump election. You remember Maricopa County was involved in that whole thing out there? They, they were doing the recounts for freaking years. They, they took them to do the recounts. Well, yeah, they did the and forensic it, auditing, which we still yeah, have yeah. not gotten to the bottom and of. And so they knew then that there was a problem problem with the machines accidentally printing the wrong size only in the only in the most heavy right wing areas like in the left wing areas all the ballots and were printed the perfect size so everybody voted anywhere where right. they knew it was like 80 percent uh right wing leaning the machines weren't working like oh we don't know why they're not working so 
they tried to claim that it accidentally somebody accidentally pushed the resize button on every one of the individual locations that just so happened to be in the right wing leaning areas all at the same time all on the same day all by accident which still hard to say it's a million to one but is it intent but then the guy himself purposely covered it up and pretended on the stand that he didn't know about it and then admitted later he did so for me that's a full-on cover-up they admitted that they purposely covered it up and have known about it since the trump election and it's and well they knew the they knew knew about it before the trump election because it's one of their cheating weapons that they had at their disposal so they knew it when they were setting it in places when they knew about it because this isn't something that they just this is one of their weapons right so we're just exposing it and god knows how many other weapons there are but my question is is like I got so mad, bro. Like I jumped off of the Trump train. As you can tell, like white rabbit is not spelled with 17 in it anymore. And <clears throat> so like, I, I, I haven't paid attention much to what's going on, but I know that there was fucking shenanigans and, Oh, it happens to be in Arizona again. And they let the damn governor who is fucking running the state, uh, illegitimately right now was the one that was uh overseeing the election process in the first place is what i'm understanding which right there is a co is, is a conflict of interest in my book so like we get burned in 2020 She's the one that signed off that the that the thing was legit and then like they do always all tv stations and all leftists goes there was no evidence at all it's all been debunked it's been completely proven and there's just stacks and stacks and stacks and witnesses and witnesses and witnesses and uh, and actual physical machines and actual ballots and actual so much stuff stack up and they're just like there's no evidence <laughs> oh you silly conspiracy theorists and then they send it off to her and she certifies her own fucking election she's like looks good to me boom i am fucking the governor and that's the fucking world we live in. This is a total banana republic at this point in time. It's it's gotten so out of control. Yeah. So my question is, we get burned in 2020. We get burned in 2020. Like we're like, look, they fucking cheated. I mean, we even put out a fucking movie, two two thousand mules, exposing how they were doing that part of the cheating. You got Mike Lindell out there having a cyber cyber symposiums and shit, exposing how they were cheating electronically and how we were actually being hacked in from other fucking outside sources and shit. So like we have all the evidence in the world of how they did it and and they were doing it. And then 2022 comes around. We still haven't solved 2020. So then now they're just like looking at us with their hand in the cookie jar like the evil brother that's stealing it and blaming it on the kid because the parent isn't going to fucking believe him in the first place and they're just getting away with it so like what fucking hope do we have to keep voting it sucks man i really don't know i mean that's what when it comes down to the whole trump thing in the end like even if you are still on the trump train i mean it's like it you gotta wonder to yourself like if he gets in it's almost like then they let him in like if, if he if he manages to maybe the first time he actually defeated all of their all of their, you know, cheating because it was a higher level wave of Trump voters than they had imagined was possible. They're like, yeah, we're used to beating these guys. We're used to beating these guys. They're in their own bubble. They don't realize no, the fucking country loves Trump. This wave is going to be massive. And so they tried and they put try to shore up the wave from that from that red wave coming through and they just couldn't do it. And the wave broke over. But 
by the time they got to the next election, I mean, everyone saw the F for fraud that was going on at, at, during the night. Trump was winning. Trump was winning. Trump was winning. Trump was winning. Stop voting. And then only votes for Biden. And it just goes brr, straight up in the air. Never happens. Yeah. No graphs go straight up in the air. It goes 100 percent up in the air. Trump goes nowhere. Then once they get past him, they stop voting, and then they go, oh, it's a, it's a done deal now. Don't be a conspiracy theorist. Oh, you're a terrorist. Oh, well, you thought we stole the election, you terrorist, when they do it right in your face. <laughs> right, and you notice that they, they were playing damage control in real time, too, because during that time, they had somebody come on Joe Rogan's show and explain that the mail-in ballots were going to come in at the later half and that was going to put everything in favor of Joe Biden and Joe Biden was going to win the presidency. And this guy comes on Joe Rogan's show and says that. So that's what the masses are fucking expecting to happen anyway. Yeah. They were calling it, it was going to be the red mirage. So like, it's going to look like Trump's winning, but you see, it's not actually going to be the whole time. It's going to look like he's winning. And then as we know, COVID caused this mail-in voting, which now now they're like grandfathering in it. Now it's like, what do you mean we don't have mail-in voting? What are you, trying to suppress the vote? We never had it. It was never a thing <laughs> unless you were outside the, outside the country, you're in the military, or you're like a granny in, an, in a nursing home, and you, you literally can't make it. You, you have to sign a special piece of paper. A tiny percent of actual voters that weren't military were doing this voting. And so now it's like, the infinite numbers of infinite votes just coming out of nowhere. No one knows who the people are. They're just mailing them in, and they're just getting dropped in drop boxes. There's no human being there. And when you see him stuffing packets and packets, you go in, you're like, oh, I'm voting. And they go, I'm fucking voting too. Boom. And they outweigh you so heavily. And then, and then if that doesn't work, so, I mean, kudos to them. They're like, oh, so you're all going to vote on the same day? They're like, okay, we'll just shut down voting on the day of. <laughs> it's pretty smart, really. Yeah, they, they, they I mean, everybody calls the leftist stupid. <laughs> they're not stupid. They know exactly what they're doing. They're very smart. They're, yeah. they're like, they're so dumb, they're destroying the, their country. Like, no, they're that's just exactly conniving what they're bastards is what they are. What their plan they is. Have no, uh, they just have no moral <laughs> compass, it, it, it seems. Right. And they really don't they care. Have, like when when I point out these things, there'll be leftists going, "Huh, you you, you know, you're just a sore loser." And I always love to doing this crying thing. It's like, you know, you stole it. So you think you you think you think the system's always gonna be on your side, bro? You you think they're not gonna start voting certain things, and you're like, I didn't vote for that. Like, why are they doing that? I thought I was on the on the team team of uh, cheat votes. Yeah, it's like. Yeah, they got you to open the door to destroy voting, and then now they're going to vote whatever the fuck they want in. They don't care about you. They don't care about you. They're, you're not on their team. You're just on team we'll sell out the country. You sell out the country, and now you're going to reap the benefits. You're going to end up one day going, well, why are they doing this? Well, why why don't we, why aren't we allowed to leave our house? Well, why can't I have a gas stove? Well, why can't? Because you fucked up and you sold us all out, you bitches. That's why. Yeah, <laughs> and and <laughs> and a lot of them, they're on the team. And if they realized what their team was really all about, they wouldn't be on that team. Like, a lot of people will be like, you know, like I, Democrats have been like my whole family's been Democrats, but the Democrats today are not the same Democrats that your grandfather voted for. It's not the same fucking. 
uh, it's not the same ball game anymore, right? <clears throat> and I mean, obviously, I lean a lot, lot more conservative, not more. If I lean anyway at all, I'm leaning conservative, you know. Um, but I still believe that both wings belong to Baphomet. And we want to go back and you, you were saying, you know, like, is it going to be um, a, a fucking if Trump gets in, is it because they let him in in 2024? It's almost like it's almost like default. Right. We're expecting Trump is going to get in 2024. And I know that you had issues with Trump back before I had issues with Trump. Because uh, you were like, yo, he's a fucking Jesuit. And I was like, I don't know about that, you know, but like he is a fucking Jesuit and all his kids went to Jesuit schools. And a lot of people will say, well, that doesn't mean anything. But like if you look back at the spiritual war that we're in right now, it's like it all stems from Jesuits. I actually got to clarify. I don't think I ever made the statement about him being a Jesuit because no, you're right. Actually, it was pushing the vaxes is what you what that you, was uh, my that was my thing. And and people still to this day they're like, there's no way we oh, all the Q people they're like, there's no way we would have ever gotten out of the lockdown if they didn't do warp speed. It's like all you, all you have to say is we're not shutting down. We're not doing masks. I mean, everyone wants to talk crap about DeSantis and you say he's he's a Jesuit and he's this and that, whatever. But but he at least is doing the right thing when it comes to these vaccine mandates. And also when it comes to like the drag queen story times, he's like, you can't do that here. He's trying to block certain things. I mean, even some of these groups, there might be some infighting in the groups where there's some that actually, yes, I'm a Jesuit, but I kind of want to still live in a country. You know what I mean? I don't know whether there really are factions with them, but but the fact that Trump constantly pushes the vaccine and won't say he could say Fauci was my general. He was the head of this agency. This would be equivalent to if I was in World War II, my gen general Patton comes back to me. He says they're invading on the Western Front. We need to bomb this area. And I go and I send some bombs into that area that comes back. General Patton's giving me false information and I bomb this area. Am I responsible? I mean, kind of, but at the same time, you're like, dude, we're in a war. My general said if I didn't bomb right away that we were going to lose the war. So then you blame it on the general. So why you can't throw Fauci under the bus and just say, you know, we, I'm proud that I acted. I'm proud that I didn't sit there paralyzed by fear. I'm proud that I did what I did. But turns out these people did not have our best interests at, at hand turned out they were feeding me fake information on how bad the virus was turned out they were basically doing this to destroy my presidency which in fact they did and would i do it again if i was in that same position yes but now in hindsight i can see that these are some evil bastards who need to pay for their crimes against humanity and separate himself from it and I, I just don't know what to do if he if he can't do that. It's so so Man. weird. And you know what? That would just put that would put an end to everything too, right? If he did that, he would gain everybody's support. Every like it would be overwhelming the amount of support that he would get. It would make twenty twenty look like a fucking pin drop. I if mean, maybe as a, maybe as a super maybe as a super genius who's playing seventy eight D chess, maybe it would be actually the smartest thing to do to save that Trump card, if you will, till right before the final election. So, cause sometimes like if you, if you give like in a, in a negotiation, if you give them what they want before the end, 
then you don't, you know, then you don't get it. It's like, you know, nothing left to negotiate with. Yeah. Yeah. It's like if a girl's trying to, you know, get you, get you to marry her and give you the million dollars, she's not probably going to put it out in the first night. You know, she's going to be like, well, I don't know. Take me to France. I don't know. Take me here. I'm like, Oh, you're so dreamy. And then after you give her the million, then they're like, bye. You know, <laughs> you, you don't sell out on the first day at art of the deal. So maybe he realizes that that is his card and he's literally holding on to it. It sucks because in the meantime, everyone's hanging in the balance. Little kids are getting injected with poison. People are still not able to get into the United States of America legally. Legally, they can't come in legally if they are not vaccinated. You can't fly into America without without submitting to being injected by some fucking poison. That's disgusting in the in the land of the free, especially considering what is what is. Is someone from another country going to be more dangerous than the average human being here? We're all swimming in the same sea of, of viruses and stuff, unless you're from like Guam or some like crazy place that might have some like Ebola or something. But the average you know what's fucked worldwide up amount of – yeah. It's fucked up that like we're not the only ones that are talking about the side effects of this shit anymore. There's actual tangible evidence coming out and there's people that are talking about like it's it's the elephant in the room that these things are harmful and yet they're doubling down. They're doubling down and still pushing the shit like when they know what they're doing to people. Yeah, and, and sometimes you wonder, are they just trying to. The companies are like, well, we're going to get our asses sued off, so let's just try and make as much money as we can before before we go through. I mean, it, this is kind of an interesting segue to get more more topical and to bring ourselves a little bit more up to date into what's actually occurring in reality right now. Like, uh, like the Demar Hamlin thing, which is fucking weird, you know. And then and then what happened with uh, with uh, Pfizer the other day? Did you you saw that um, Project Veritas thing? Did you see that? Oh. Well, uh, I might have, but refresh my memory. Okay, so Project Veritas, everyone knows they like the best at breaking shit. Um, yeah, James O'Keefe is they, the man. Yeah, they, it's huge. Like, so they're he, whoever it is, they're they're at a dinner with this Pfizer exec, who's this gay mulatto black dude. Just judging by his mannerisms i'm assuming he's gay he might just be a hardcore liberal and and be a hella straight for all i know but he acts a little femme and he's with a dude so i'm assuming that the guy is the honeypot because a lot of the the james o'keefe ones it's usually a cute girl that's going out to lunch with the person to get them to start running their mouth you know but this one it's a dude and so so he's out there and he's having lunch with the guy and he's he's telling them it's like Oh yeah, well Pfizer, we don't like to talk about it. We we're not really telling people, but I mean, yeah, we're we're like mutating viruses to keep it going so that we can make more vaccines because this is quote unquote our cash cow. And he's literally yeah, saying that they are mutating viruses or are thinking about mutating viruses, which we all know that this is how the whole thing started in the beginning. Anyway, it's like they've been mutating viruses. That's what gain of function is, and now they're not call- now they're calling it directed evolution. So it's like, oh, we're not, it's not gain of function. We're just directing the evolution to make them more transmissive or more dangerous. So you're still gaining their function, right? And um, so, I mean, how they haven't all been arrested or at least brought in for qu- questioning. So then James O'Keefe runs into him the next day. And they're like, so what do you think about this video we got of you? He's like, is this real life? Oh, my God. He's just going around. He calls the cops. He's like, he's calling the cops. 
He's like, there are three white men. I'm a black person. So he tries to pretend like it was like some racist hit on him, even though he's on tape saying we're releasing viruses on the world, plagues on the world. And he's the, he's the victim. And, um, and so uh, it's actually a really good video. The guy totally has a meltdown. And his whole argument is, I was just trying to get laid and I was lying. I just made it all up because he was lying. And so it's, and one of the jokes has been like, what? One of the memes has been like, lies you've told on dates. Like, I make more money than I actually make. You know, I have a bigger dick than I actually do. I create viruses to, to, <laughs> to make money off vaccines. It's like, like how many, what percentage of the population is like, by the way, you know, I'm also creating viruses to destroy the world. <laughs> In case you were thinking of sucking my dick, now's the time, baby. Um, yeah. So they, they have this, and like, honestly, I want to freaking, uh, I want to go bullhorn, uh, see if there's a local Pfizer or something, and just be out there and start yelling and screaming at them. Like, have you heard? What was the what was the name of the? Uh, was it Boston University or something? They were like, we have a version of coronavirus that kills eighty percent of lab rats. Have you do you remember that one? That was recently? I remember something. I don't know if it was Boston or. Yeah, it might have been. I can't remember either. It was over Christmas. I was actually thinking about flying out there and just just posting up outside their freaking offices and just bullhorning them 24-7, trying to see if we could get more people out there. But um, at some point, we got to do something about that. And then, so what do you think about the DeMar Hamlin thing? What I want to, I've been talking so much. Like, what do you think about the DeMar Hamlin thing? All right. Uh, I, I, didn't I tell you? Well, I didn't tell you on air, but I think I might have told you uh, on the phone the other day. But uh, I think uh, I think that one is it was not planned like a, a far in advance, but I think it was a scenario to where you don't let a good crisis go to waste. So I do think that it it did have some Masonic rituals definitely tied in with it. Like all the videos and pictures that people are putting together definitely seems that way. But if they had this planned ahead of time, <clears throat> then they would have already had a clone ready to go. The reason we haven't seen his face is because it takes two to three months to grow a full-sized human clone <clears throat> and have them be mature enough to get out there in the public and whatnot. And it hasn't been that amount of time yet. Another thing is I don't think that this was supposed to happen is because it's on primetime television and it makes Pfizer look really fucking bad. And I don't see why they would do that on purpose. Or does it? Or does it? I said so what the left does and what I've noticed they, that they have pretty good success with is – we come up with conspiracy. We'll see some narrative that they have going, and then we'll be like, no, this is obvious. We see through this. This is all part of their plan, and then we break it down, and then we're like constantly right all the time, all the time, all the time. And what they do is they fish now. They throw like a shiny uh, conspiracy lure into the water, and they get the conspiracy theorists to bite on it and just swallow that fucker whole until they, they can – get you on board and then they go oh actually he's totally fine and here's the medical records and here's some video of him when he was in like earlier stuff like kind of what they're doing with this pelosi thing now um but uh so the question is do you think he's alive you, you think he's dead 
you, or you, you don't know? Like, where would you put your money on? I don't fucking know, man. I, I mean, that's where my money is going to be that I don't know. But the conspiracy side of me is definitely entertaining the idea that he is not alive and they're, they're scrambling to put a replacement out there. I mean, it's just fucking so easy. If he's alive, like, it would have been so easy to just show his face. It's, like, so fucking simple. And he Unless doesn't do they it. Were it's trying like, to get us to buy into it so that then when in the future all those people fall over on the field, They'll be like, oh, here they go again. It's almost like a perfect package. If they can prove us wrong on this big, broad, bright, shiny object of died suddenly, black guy falls over in the field, primetime TV. If, if they can prove us wrong on this one by making right. it like make make sure you don't show his face because they think he's dead. Like keep it going. Make sure, like I say, like you're yeah. nibbling on make the it, you're nibbling on the lore that you they want you to swallow it right, right. down, like hook, line, and singers. You're like, oh, oh, oh. when you're so when when you're like, oh, I never said that. Like, oh, yeah, you did. You were all about it. You guys all said he was dead. You all said it didn't happen. You all said it was from this and that. When it turns out like he had a small heart problem when he was a kid and it turns out that now he's got a slightly paralyzed face from the thing and he just didn't want people to see. And it turns out that you're evil bastard white, white cons you know, supremacist conspiracy theorist. And then when people fall over on the field for the next 20 years, they'll be like, here they go again. Ha <laughs> ha Another tinfoil hat conspiracy. So it's almost like they get out ahead of it. It would be genius to pull a li broad live daylight version of this and then have it some somehow to where they can really prove us wrong in broad daylight. Like actually have him come out, do the interviews, and people go, it's fucking him. And then also Absolutely. maybe he's got, a, they he's got a problem. They accomplish that. What's that? They can accomplish that with a clone as well. I said I they can accomplish the that same thing things. with a clone, too. I'm not buying into the full-size human cloning. I think the reason why Joe Biden's here. Oh, man, is but this is White Rabbit, so we got it. I know. I'm still allowed not buy it. It's my conspiracy that it isn't a conspiracy. So, but, like, I think that what everyone thinks is going on with Joe Biden's earlobe. Also, I think a lot of people are, like, just don't realize how hard aging is on the human body. It's like, how can this be this guy? It's like. He's fucking old. <laughs> he used to be pretty much in his prime, and now he's an old, doddering fool. So the earlobe thing, in my opinion, is a plastic surgery situation. I oh, think man. he had he had long ass earlobes, like old people get. Their ears just grow and grow, and he's like in the things, just driving him nuts that he's got these floppy earlobes. And so his plastic surgeon's like, "We can just lop that off, and I'll just sew it to the side of your head. It'll be like super cool." And you'll be the man. And then now everybody thinks he's a clone. I don't think I don't think they've got this. I don't know. Like, I think uh, the clone is easier. You do? You think the clone's uh, really gone? Hey, I, I have to pee Q really bad. So a lot easier. All right, go ahead. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna play this Madonna video of her announcing her new tour upcoming, and there's all kinds of Illuminati fucking shit fuckery going on. So I'm gonna play this while I go to the bathroom. So I will be back in a couple of minutes. And also, you're cutting out quite a bit too, bro. So I didn't know if you knew that or not. Oh, I did not know that. That sucks. I just want to make sure you all know why you're here. Yes. In this room, all bets are off. This is tough. Amy Schumer. Oh. 
truth or dare? Dare, bitch. Ooh. Wow, starting off with a dare. I want you to show me, with this spread, how you lick your husband's what? asshole. <laughs> I mean, butthole. I think we're done. I think we're done here. Oh, my God. What is happening? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> he does have a gaping butthole. I don't think he'd mind me saying. Okay, now, Eric, it's your turn. This is kind of like sad and gross. Oh sad and gross is very popular right now. West, also known as Diplo. Ah, come on. Truth or dare? There. You said dare. Yeah. My first thought was dip your balls in the margarita and then finish the rest of it. You're so highbrow. I do it. You don't no, have to show your dick. Happening. Yes, you do. <laughs> you can't go over there and hide it. Well, you gotta show Madonna. Yes. yes. Jack, you have to verify that he can. Why am I yeah, in charge? I don't know. It just feels right. <laughs> oh, yeah. Verification. Yeah. He did it. He did it. It's a part two. You have to slam it. Pound yeah. it. Yeah. 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 God damn, that's loud. That was screaming right in my ear. So then right after that, Madonna... Um, <laughs> For selling his soul the same. Yeah, so Jay, she... Punishment. Is having to kiss Madonna. Man, she was so hot back in the day, though. <laughs> back in the day. When, um, when, when she was like... Yeah, when her shit was like in rotation, heavy in in MTV, and she was like first coming out with like a like a virgin and um, a prayer and all that other stuff, dude. Uh, my cousin was super into her, and now that I know what she was about, is she was just planting those fucking Illuminatic seeds even way back then. I've gone back and listened to some of her music, and she's talking about like masturbating and wanting to take it up to the next level and fuck somebody and shit like that, and like. It's like, damn, dude. I didn't. I never even fucking seen it when I was younger. I was a big fan too. I mean, I was like right at the prepubescent uh, time, you know, just getting my first boners when she came out. And like, I would like listen to her on headphones with an actual cassette player, and she was like, I was like, oh, she was so dreamy, like my virtual girlfriend. True blue, baby, I love you. It was great, but now she's just a demonic whore, and uh. <laughs> personally personally i i don't even know if i'd want her to kiss me at this point in the game even with all those memories i it just right then i just recoiling like thinking about her doing it i just imagine she's just got a gnarly tongue and who knows where that thing's been and oh all that plastic surgery and those fillers and i don't know i don't i don't know yeah, if i can man. pull through i don't think i could do it you know even even though she was like an idol of mine when i was a little kid you know um it was i felt for jack personally i hope he's okay um but uh <laughs> you know I, I, it kind of it reminds me of something that everyone does now this really is a pet peeve of mine it's like if you want to become famous or if you want advertisement you just do something that is going to drive the right wing nuts 
and then they'll we'll just advertise it for free and be like, can you believe? Can you believe? Can you believe? And meanwhile, people are just posting her video constantly. Like Madonna is a nothing, has been washed up completely. No one cares until she does her old ass playbook. I mean, back when she was like doing like a virgin. I remember I was actually in Ireland at the time as a kid, and it was like the Catholic, she was in a church, and she's having sex with Jesus, and and it was on TV every day, people complaining about it, and all it did was make her more popular. So she's an old hag, washed up hag now. She's like, what can I do? I guess I'll just do some satanic stuff, and the right wing will fucking do it, and then hook, line, and sinker, here we are again. Everyone's showing fucking Madonna, the washed up nobody. I refuse to post any of her videos. But now I'm part of you. Are you happy now? <laughs> well, I'm not happy because right as soon as you said hook, line, and sink, you cut out. And then you came back and said, are you happy now? And I was like, fuck, I missed that whole fucking part of that rant. Oh, man. Is it really that bad? What are we going to do? Is it still doable? It's still doable. Out. If it gets any worse, man. If it gets any worse, we might have to log out and come back in. But for now, I say we keep rocking and hope that it gets better. Um, mm -hmm. I was going to mention that I think because I've, I've already said this on the show a couple of times. So listeners are probably like, shut the fuck up. But I feel like when she was having her uh, she she handed down the Illuminati crown to um, Britney Spears and Christina Aguilera during the ceremony at the awards when she kissed them. That was her that was her basically giving blessing for them to take. Uh, rain again and then you know like ab around the time you were like uh popping again and um uh, they were talking about you on kimmel and and fucking dan bongino and whatnot was when she announced that she was gay now and everybody was like okay whatever and like nobody paid it any attention so now she's like all right i'm gonna get every fucking illuminati head that i'm friends with in a room and film a black and white video of us playing truth or dare to announce that i'm gonna go on tour like she wants the spotlight back for some reason like she's i already feel like she paid her dues but i feel like something's happening now spiritually where she's like because she's an occultist like for sure like into witchcraft and shit and i feel like there's something that she wants out of this i think she's an attention whore she always has been she's washed up she's part of it's like the glory days are over and she fucking says, okay, I'll get some plastic surgery. I'll whore around. I'll use all my Hollywood cachet. I'll get the internet going crazy and see if I can relive the dream. I, I don't see anything more than that. I, I, I think she's a nothing. She's a nobody. I, I mean, I, I don't know. I, I just don't buy into it. It's like, remember the butt baby? Remember that butt baby? Like somebody put a butt baby out there and it was like, Everybody had to post the butt baby. I mean, you know, they sold millions of those butt babies because for gag gifts and stuff, people were just like, oh, I got to buy a butt baby. So it's like whenever you can just like shock and piss off the right wing, we'll automatically post their stuff, which is like I uh, especially when there's a product involved to it. Like if it's just a whack job losing their shit in a store. I'll post that because it's like, well, look at these whack jobs. But if it's like, hey, now buy my, I'm a whack job T-shirt that I'm selling, then I don't want to, I don't want to, I don't want to publicize them. So my, I always comment. I'm always like, uh, it's like um, Sodom and Gomorrah, Lot and his wife 
they're standing on the hill and they're looking back at Sodom and he's like, don't look back. So it's like every time you're looking and staring and reproducing and re-downloading and reprinting these evil crap that you want to destroy, instead, turn your back and don't look at it and just ignore it. And it's going to be a lot better. If there's a, if there's a product or a person who's making money off of it, just don't bother. Just ignore them. That's what I would do personally. That's my opinion. Yeah, definitely. And I can, I can see where you're saying that. I mean, it's an old, it's an old saying, right? Like any publicity is good publicity. Bad publicity is good publicity. However, there is a point, there is a point where that's not true because look at what just happened with Balenciaga. And I still haven't like put my finger on like why they allowed themselves to get exposed if that was like on purpose or not. But, uh, but you know, they had people cutting up their shit. They, they, people stopped going to the store. The stores were empty and now they're fucking basically done with. Even they though it's the same company the that owns all the somebody, pro- somebody probably shorted the stock. Right. Ahead. That's probably what happened. George, George Soros bought like 50 billion shares. I don't know how you do it, but you short the stock and then they go, okay, let's sacrifice Balenciaga. We'll, make a bunch of money we'll take the money and put it into our other operations and then we'll also you know be able to pump and infect the mindset of everyone by showing all of this evil degenerate crap that whether we like it or not once we look at it we you know it's like there it's it's like that one picture of like the little kid uh, there was a one where the little kid is rubbing the dude's dick in that one one uh, thing. Have you ever seen that one? It's like that was like too much. I couldn't repost that one. I'm like, I, yeah, I'm like, I can't repost it. I mean, I see it's bad, but at the same time, if you're like someone who wants to publicize child porn and 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 get people's minds used to it, now everyone's seen kids fucking. It's just I had never seen a kid do that before before that and now we're the ones posting the videos it's almost like they're using us to publicize their stuff you know so it's like we have to be very careful with what we do with that kind of stuff yeah absolutely but, uh, uh so yeah. i had i had on um new york patriot from the occult rejects and he was breaking it down and this was around the time when um when uh the georgia guidestones came down and i was celebrating that right and so what you're saying basically in in my conspiratorial mind and knowing about the occult and everything is even though that we're against it and posting shit like this on instagram and stuff it is still contributing to their ritual and it is it is enriching their cause even if even if our intentions aren't there we're still participating in that ritual whether we know it or not and that's a crazy way to look at yeah. it there was actually this video of of like uh some concert i think south america it sounded like don diablo was the dj who has some freaking epic shows but his name is diablo you know what are you gonna do but he he's his music <laughs> sounds great my buddy's way into him and it's like it's so i normally hate that music but when he when he's bumping that i'm like oh this is sick you know and he's like yeah this is don diablo i'm like but he'll show me these concerts and there's massive concerts with the best stage shows like craziest stage shows you've ever seen so anyway they have this one where it's like this humanoid being like a blue person comes up from the earth and they like stand up like 20 stories tall on the stage and then everyone's saying he kind of looks like he does the as above so below hand gesture but he kind of just he kind of goes like this like is it only like a billionth of a second that he's actually doing it and then um see i'm doing it now but um 
but it's an epic scene. And you're just like, wow, that was a cool concert to be to. But so they're like saying he's like the Satan rising or whatever. And I'm like, well, if it really is like they wanted to make this, a, uh, you know, to be like, you know, in Revelations, which is a segue, um, that you will see the beast on all the screens and the people will marvel. So even the people who are hating oh, on it are like, have you seen this? Have you seen it? And so we're all looking at it. We're editing videos about it. We're doing it. We're like transfixed by this thing. So, um, you know, I'm not quite as superstitious as some people are. I personally thought it was a pretty badass like imagery. You know, I went to a tool concert. Oh, man. And there's can... some evil stuff in that. I, I do not go to <laughs> if you have a good heart, don't go to a tool concert on LSD. It's they'll put you on a bad one. There's some evil stuff in, that they do on those concerts. It's like a piece of crap talking to you. That was not good on LSD. But, and <laughs> you always like to ask people their favorite conspiracy theory. And I have one of my own, actually. Um, it is that the uh, – what if the book of Revelations was actually predictive programming and was not actually a psychic vision of the future? Um, because – the book of Revelations was actually put in after the initial Bible was put together. So it would be somewhat easy if you were like a fallen angel or an entity of sorts, uh, an alien perhaps that wanted to take over humanity and would say, well, we know that we can pretty much build this uh, controlled technocratic control grid in about 2000 years. And at that point, We'll let them know that all the wonders and signs are that they're going to be saved when they see microchips, when they see Mark of the Beast, when they see 666, when they see One World Religion, One World This, you know. So all these things that we see as being signs that we're going to be saved could actually possibly be uh, predictive programming to get us used to the idea that when we do have uh, a Mark of the Beast can't buy or sell – or when we do see 666, or we do see a one-world government that, oh, don't worry, we don't really need to fight it because we're going to be saved. You know, Jesus is going to come back and save us. You know, I, I equate it to like uh, if you were to tell sheep that we're going to be slaughtered ahead of time, and you could actually talk to them in sheep language and be like, you know, when you when you when the truck pulls up and it has the the big uh, sign on the side that will be your sign that your time is almost near and your soul is almost saved and then you go and when you when you hear the sheep crying in the background that will be you'll know the time is near and you're you're almost saved and when you get to the large building and you hear the screams you'll know that your time is almost near and when the doors <laughs> open up that will be the sign of the seals being opened and in the end you're just a sheep and you just get brought into a slaughterhouse and you just get your head chopped off and they don't put up a fight the whole time because they think these are the signs and I've had this conversation with other people and they think it's, there's no way that it could be this long, but then at the same time, they believe in fall in Satan and they believe in fallen entities. So if Satan exists, but let's say is more of like an alien type thing or just a really long lived being like an Anunnaki or something like that, the same people will believe in Anunnaki and believe in Satan. So if this demonic entity that wanted to control the earth could live for let's say 2000 years and say well it's going to take 2000 years for these humans for me to get these humans to build all these computers and all this technology and have this system set up to enslave the entire planet so i'll let them know that everything's okay by 
by saying, oh, look, everyone is having a Mark of the Beast. It's, so now we know everything's going to be good. So it's it's just weird to me that, you know, it it could be wonders and signs that we just happen to be predicting these things for 2,000 years and that hopefully Jesus is coming back and he's going to make everything okay. But it kind of reminds me of the Q argument where everybody always wants to just wait and see. And it's like this constant, like, hopium of just like just everything's gonna be fine don't worry the the bleaker things look like with q it's like well now the now the trump's dead you know now the patriots are finally waking up and the patriots are on the rise and everything's no matter how bad it becomes it's like well it's good that all the pedophiles are all over the place because now the people are waking up well it's good that we're in world war three because now the people are waking up well it's good that we've had our elections stolen because now finally the people are waking up it's like, I think we have to really take matters into our own hands. And I think if Jesus is coming back, that's great. And I, re I really do uh, wish, and I'm sometimes wondering what exactly he's waiting on, because uh, the Sodom and Gomorrah levels of planet Earth have gone way over the edge. And with uh, artificial intelligence where it's going, I mean, pretty soon this creation is going to be completely bastardized by you know by these uh robot ais and and it's already being destroyed from a genetic level like if these vaccines really are altering our dna i mean it's time for a flood baby what are you going to do with all that with all that destroyed human genetic code pretty bad situation anyway i don't know what you thought about my 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 theory there about the uh predictive programming of the mark of the beast was it i'm really entertaining it. i'm <laughs> entertaining so i got some questions so um okay. you said that this was this book was when was it added so like we're going by the revelations or whatever and you're saying that it's predictive programming and you also said something else that i like too is that I associated with before you even brought up Q, I was like, Oh yeah, Q, because I've been saying lately that Q was pacifying the people that would have actually fucking done something. Exactly. It's like just when the Patriots were getting together, all the people who are red blooded, who wanted to save America, who'd seen it's gone too far are like, well, great. We know to do nothing, brother. Just get like the symbol of the entire revolution is popcorn. I mean, right. I don't know any revolutions <laughs> that have been won by eating popcorn. In the past, you can try it, and hopefully, we have better luck. You know, like I was, uh, I was talking to you, saying, you know, <laughs> I, 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 I still, I still wish that that this stuff comes true. You know, and if if the Q thing pops off, and and they come out and say, ah, surprise, the movie's over, the tribunals are on. Like, trust me, I'm not gonna be your enemy. I'll be like, holy shit, it's about time. Like, oh my god, you know, you had me going. I was like, I'm not gonna be fighting against you but at the same time like we should have a plan b people like we need to actually you know organize and 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 live as though q isn't going to save your life because if q is going to save everything then what's it going to hurt if we organize and, and get things together and help things on our own plan like are we hurting q i mean i personally think the people who are out there talking about q the most if anything, they, they're hurting Q because they're supposedly decoding the highest level of, of um, you know, military in, um, intelligence. And so Drops. if the enemy couldn't decode it before, well, now we have all these people decoding it for them. You know, so. 
Right. Well, that was something that's always been said in like the Q movement is if like we know the plan, then so does the enemy. That's why that's why we have to say trust the plan, because I always said, like, how do you trust a plan when you don't know what the fucking plan is? How about we say trust that there is a plan and then hopefully there's a there's a plan for after the plan, because after you completely disassemble the entire structure of everything, then there's got to be something set in place to fucking that's going to work better. Right. So like, I don't know the whole thing with Q about like pacifying people is it also brought in people like a magnet. And if it was, and it was a psyop, but if it was a psyop to do something, it could have possibly been January 6th being like the helm of it all, because it was like, look, we're telling you, you guys are seeing this. And if you weren't seeing it and you were a little suspicious, now you do see it. And if you want to attempt to do anything about it, this is what happens. What? Go to January right? 6th? Like January 6th goes down. Yeah. And then, and then you know, January 6th, they use it as like, a, this is what happens to you if you fucking try to do anything. Like, You mean the other way around, right? Against us, right? Not, not to, not to to big up the Patriots, to, to crush the Patriots, right? Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, so, if, yeah, Q, I mean if anything, if, it, if, if anything, it if worked Q against the people, I think. Absolutely. But at the same time, like I, I always say also, like I probably wouldn't be doing my show if it wasn't for Q. And there is so many people in the community that I wouldn't have met and been talking to if it wasn't for Q, you know? So like mm -hmm. it definitely had its good things about it. And yeah, the outcome that we wanted, if that is the case, then hopefully. But, you know, I just had on Anonymous Sean with uh, Ron from New England, and they've been doing these deep dive uh, episodes on devolution and how Q was just a puzzle piece to this whole big devolution plan. And he's tying it way back to it, to biblical times, like to the point where like uh, Satan was decepting Eve. And this is like something that has been like a battle since then. And that like, this is part of that same battle. And I don't disagree with that at all. Um, and so it's, it's curious that you bring in uh, the book of revolutions as well. And I'm just curious, like what you think, like, I mean, cause you did say like times of Noah, like, it, you know, the flood, what, like, I think we need a flood. Like, what are we waiting for? I mean, do you think that we are living in the times where we're going to see something like that? I don't know. I mean, I, I, I believe that, you know, I'm not a big Bible thumper, but I mean, I believe, you know, in the majesty of this creation that we're in. I mean, a lot of people, like globalist people, they're like, well, we are becoming gods. You know, they think that they're becoming gods because maybe they can copy something that's already been built, that's already been made. But imagine creating an entire universe that every single part down to the atoms, down to the electrons, down to the ants eating the crap that's, that poop a seed out to grow a tree that puts off the oxygen, that feeds the bird, that makes this, you know, the, the apple that nourishes the dirt that goes into the ground that feeds the fishes the whole thing works on so many levels when you yourself have trillions of parts in your body i mean there's uh, an amazing structure and plan to this otherwise i think we'd just be a blob of mud i think we would have reverted to mud at this point if everything wasn't so well balanced so i don't know i mean maybe uh 
somehow or another, human beings are here just to bring this robotic uh, world into play. You know, so it would be uh, very sad. But um, I, I like to think that human beings, you know, are a great creation and that we should be around. And I, I don't know that it's going to be possible once the AI and the genetic modification and all that stuff really kicks off into high gear. So if I was a creator and really liked my little creation the way it was and didn't want it bastardized, it is about time. I honestly don't know how we're going to escape this uh, AI robot yeah, takeover I, thing. I, I agree with that. And I, I definitely think that, you know, like uh, Lady Liberty Libby has been talking about this whole uh, 2045.com thing. And I've been looking into it, the transhumanism agenda and what they're trying to basically harness um, harness consciousness into AI so that they don't actually die when they leave their physical body. They'll still their consciousness will be harnessed into something else so they can just transfer their consciousness. And, uh, you know, if that's the case, then they don't have to um, they don't have to face consequences for all the bullshit that they've done while they've been here in this physical life. And also. Um, <clears throat> shit. Well, oh, I've got uh, something to talk about on that one. I mean, the idea of, of transferring your consciousness and living forever, I think that's a pipe dream. Um, even e there will be a copy of you it, that thinks it's you, but it's not going to be you. So even when I was way, way a kid, I used to have this argument with with my brother actually about, um, you know, being uh, teleported like you would in Star Trek or something like that. Like if you tear all your atoms apart and rebuild them somewhere else, you're still dead. You died. And there's another thing that thinks it's alive and is you. So your, your consciousness ended and something else continues. Now it's nice that it has all your skills and everything like that. Like if it was, if you were sending a specialist to another planet and you wanted an engineer, it'd be nice when whoever got there thought then and they knew everything that you knew, but the you still died, you know, cause it'd be simple. So you make a copy of yourself, and then say, okay, is it okay if we kill you now? Because that's your copy over there. You're cool. We can just kill you. You're good, right? Because he, he's you now, right? And he'd be like, uh, no. So if you wouldn't allow yourself to be killed after the new you was created, then why is it okay to be dead and then think you're somehow living on in the new one? Because you, deep down inside, know that's really not you. And then just on a, just on a basic standpoint, the, the technologies – never go on forever look at cell phones like one cell phone does not doesn't the plugs don't work the the data rates don't work the old the old chips don't fit the new phones like you think it's all just going to upload and go through your your consciousness is going to be this pathetic digitized shitty version in the future and everyone else's consciousness is all going to be super high tech and you're going to be like, like me on the video a minute ago. And there, no one will even talk to you because your consciousness will be so old, old tech. The other people will have like all of the nuances and all of the tech, you know, the, the levels will be so much higher. The same as when people want to get these brain chips. Like think about the original cell phone, the brick. Remember the brick, the big old giant one they would have in the 80s movies. The, the, the rich guy would have in the car. Yeah. Like, imagine getting that sewn to your skull, like when they first invented it. You're like, yeah, I got the first cell phone ever. And it's sewn to my It's like, oh, well, the, the new, we got these new flip phones out. And I was like, yeah, it's, I can't take it out. I've got this thing sewn to my head. Now, 
you're rolling around with this ancient technology. So it's like the minute you bite on that, on that apple, you're going to be obsolete. And, and you think, you think whatever corporation, like, Oh, I remember uploading videos to YouTube and going, Oh, they're going to be on YouTube forever. Nope. Some weirdness happens and they just say, Oh, that's offensive. They'll just delete you for being offensive. They're like, Oh, we found this something you said a long time ago. So we deleted your consciousness because it might be offensive. It's not going to work. They not to tell you about it because there's nobody to argue <laughs> with once it's done. <laughs> yeah, it's not going to go on forever, dude. And I'll tell you what, if anything, if you really can be kept conscious forever, I mean, even before Black Mirror, that you, you want to go to hell? If, if someone ever decides to punish you and you can't kill yourself and you are conscious for eternity, welcome to hell, you know? Klaus Schwab gets put in consciousness and finally humanity actually tracks him down for his crimes against humanity. He goes, oh, so you're alive forever, are you? And then you get put in a Black Mirror episode and freaking have to live the same day over for the rest of your life for eternity. It doesn't sound fun to me. I, I don't I don't think it's going to be a way out. I think that the technology is going to be so old school that whoever the first people to adopt it are just going to be just considered nothing like an old digital watch in the corner you'd be like oh there's Klaus Schwab you'd be like no one will talk to him he'll be off in a corner by himself he won't be able to interface with the new levels new levels will be too high the the bit rate will be too high um the avatars will be higher his his consciousness they wouldn't have stripped the the meta consciousness that would be enough to do certain facial expressions and other things that that would have been good and then I'll have to fake it and you'll just be a clone or you'll end up in a digital hell. So, or you'll be dead. Did, have, you ever, have you ever <laughs> seen that? Michael? You ever seen the Michael Keaton movie multiplicity where he makes clones of himself and they keep he getting worse. Like, yeah. And they just keep getting worse until finally it's just like, I want pizza. I want pizza. Like, you know, like <laughs> <laughs> if clones are for real, bro, that's the Joe Biden version that we have right now. The one that's been cloned at least 30 fucking times. And it's like that video, man. Well, that's like something that I can never unsee of him after he signs something and he looks up at everybody holding the pen, like where he's just like, I got a pen. Like, he I know he know always looks do. like a little child. Like, like honestly, with that that one like "Don't Jump" man video. Don't jump, man. He's he's like he's like that's my son Bo. And, uh, and you just hear him. He's, he literally sounds like an old man in a, in a, in a home that you're like, yes, Joe, that's your son. He's like looking at a bird up in the tree or something like that, or on TV is like some commercial. And he's like Joey. Oh. I mean, in a way, he feels he he's out there, man. I, to me, it looks like dementia. I don't know if it's clone breakdown. I want to see these uh these clones. What's the what's the main evidence except for the fact that everybody looks weird in the future? Like, is there is there really video or or any kind of footage about them actually being able to grow up a full size human clone? Is there any uh, of that? No, you, are you talking about like the whole like celebrity cloning rabbit hole and shit like that? Basically, all we have to go yeah. off of is whistleblowers and um, subliminal messaging and celebrities telling us. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I can kind of buy the rubber mask thing. That kind of makes sense. Like if you can't get the guy out, you've got a really nice mask, you put it on and. TV, but I mean, with what they have with deep fakes now, 
Like uh, the deep fakes are pretty good. But I guess if you have to show up in public and actually convince like crowds of people, it's a little different. But so that's like kind of a big part of the Q thing. They Because I'm like, well, wh how come they haven't rounded everybody up? And they're like, they're all, they've all been rounded up, bro. These are all just clones playing out the movie. And that's another problem I have with Q is, um, so they say there's there's a, there this is all a movie that has to be played out so to wake the people up. So if at the end of the movie, you tell everyone it was a movie, then won't they say, well, how everything we've made our decisions on was based on what we were watching, but that was the movie you were making. So you mean he wasn't really going to war? That we weren't really getting our pipeline shut down. We weren't really getting infected by viruses. We weren't really having cyber attacks. Those are all things you were doing to convince us that you were the good guys. So doesn't that make you the bad guy? I don't know. I'm out right. of popcorn. My family members uh, <laughs> didn't really die because they were brainwashed or coerced into taking the turkey baster. Like, mm hmm. Yeah, no, I totally get where you're coming from. So you brought up the uh, that Biden thing. Um, did you want me to play that video? I got it right now if you want me to play it. <laughs> yeah, let's watch it. It's his new That's slogan. That's my grandson, Boa, my granddaughter. So I don't know. There's like a whole new thing with Joe Biden. He's uh, He's like, don't jump, don't jump. This is his like joke, I guess, from high school, like or something. Someone freaks out, or if someone's up high, you just say, don't jump, man, don't jump, man. And being Joe Biden, he's like one trick pony. Put the shades on. Hey, I got a lot. Of, I got a hand, America. We got a hand about all our tanks. Don't jump, man. Hey, man, don't jump, man. Anyway, so. Let's let's look at the video. It's kind of a funny montage. I had never noticed that he says this so much, but apparently he fucking says it all the time. Cause wow, that's my grandson Bo up there and my granddaughter. Don't let him jump. He's used this routine before. And we also don't, don't jump. Look. We need you. Don't jump. Don't jump. Don't jump. Don't jump. Don't jump. Don't jump. Hey, hey man, don't jump. You look crazy enough to jump. Don't jump. Don't jump. Look, and we're coming. Don't jump. Don't jump. You guys are used to jumping. Don't jump. And don't jump from up there. We need more people who, when you're called on these scenes and someone's about to jump off a roof, is not just someone standing there. Off the roof or the balcony. Don't jump. I think this should be uh, Biden's slogan for uh, 2024. It's like we used to be riding with Biden. Now it's like, Biden, don't jump, man. You know, like things are bad. We know an egg costs $1,000. We know gasoline is trillions of dollars. We know your electric bill is through the roof. Don't jump, man. Come on, don't vote for Biden. Don't jump, man. Anyway, pretty funny. Don't jump, man. I need to... I, I want to work that into a t-shirt. I got to figure out somehow. I was almost thinking about trying to do it with, into like a Nuremberg thing where it's like the noose and it's like, don't jump, man. Hey, man, don't jump. You know, I don't know. It's pretty funny. I don't know if you guys have seen that don't jump thing yet. It's pretty funny. I think you're totally onto something, brother. I, I've seen so many fucking fun videos that we could do with that entire idea. <laughs> 
I love it too. It's just like cash prices are going through the roof. Don't jump, man. Don't jump. We just invaded. Uh, don't jump, man. <laughs> the virus is now taking over the country. Don't jump, man. And there's definitely no shortages of clips of him saying, don't jump. We, we can have a field day with this, bro. <laughs> Actually, if you go to my Twitter, I'm going to have to head out so, uh, pretty soon here. But so, uh, speaking of which, if you go to my Twitter, it's, it's at slave underscore two underscore liberty. I actually have that clip up. And then there's also, you, you know, the guy wears the brick suit. His name's like brick suit. He goes to the things with the, cause he wore the wall for Trump. I've seen him. I've seen him. Yeah. yeah so his name brick suit. So, uh, cause I looked up the hashtag after the fact I saw that video cause I hashtagged it with don't jump. And then, so I, I went and I looked at it. And so there was another dude who had posted an even longer montage. So if you want it, it's on there. There's a, there's like, it's like two minutes and 40 seconds of don't jump, man. Hey man, we need you, man. Don't jump, man. <laughs> Joe Biden. <laughs> I love it, man. Man, dude, I always I, have I some of my t-shirts too. I got my t-shirt store up now. I just got a brand new t-shirt store and the link is in the bio on the, uh, on the, on the, on the, um, on the Twitter and also on my old Instagram, uh, Matt Baker underscore unhinged. It's on there too. And the slave to Liberty one. I just haven't been spending much time over there. Cause I'm a, I'm a little shadow band and I blew up on Twitter. So I've been spending more time on Twitter. So, right. So I'm going to have to go start spending more time over there with you on Twitter. So guys go follow me on Twitter. I never say that cause I'm never on there, but I'm going to go over there and see what I can get away with. I do troll politicians and Elon Musk quite frequently. So uh, that's always fun. Uh, Matt, I'm going to have all of your links posted. So guys, if you're watching this or listening to this, go ahead and look down, scroll down on your phone. All of his links are right there. Go follow him on Instagram, follow him on Twitter. Uh, any other links that you guys see right there, please go check out his store. Uh, the White Rabbit store is now up. So the links are right down there. I got uh, the funniest one I got on there is panties for the girls. Uh, on the front, it says, keep digging down those rabbit holes. And then on the back, it says, not that one. So I want one that, that doesn't have the rabbit on the back that says not that one. I, I just want to leave it open minded just in case they get any. I, you know what I was thinking too? <laughs> I was thinking I might, I, make, one <laughs> I might make a second one that says it might get messy. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I kind of wanted to like, you know, how they have the little, um, little emoji or whatever, where it's like that. It's the rabbit hole and the rat, the rabbit's just waving outside of it on the back. You're like, ah. But I'm, a, but I'm a crazy, crazy person. So, so what's, uh, coming up, what's coming up uh, next? What can we expect from that? Well, uh, yeah, I got the, uh, I'm going to be, if I can get my bandwidth dialed in and I'm not glitching out, I'm going to be doing the uh, Tin Foil Hat podcast. That's a pretty big deal. I actually was lined up to do that a long time ago, but it fell through and uh, it's going to be nice to get back on there uh, with Sham Tripperly. And right. uh, I'm pretty stoked fun. on that. And actually, speaking of which, and clowning on these uh, uh, on politicians on um, Twitter, it is a lot funner over there. And I, I haven't actually – usually the only thing they will hate on me for is like if I say like you you know, asshole or piece of crap or like a personal dig, that they'll be like, hey, you sure you want to say that? And then I'll usually just put a, a dollar sign somewhere in the word to, 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 to fool the AI or whatever. But – um. I've been putting on Joe Biden's own channel. He's got like 70 million followers, some ridiculous number of, of followers. 
and I'll I'll put on on his most recent post. I I do uh, um, what do you call it? Um, polls. Polls are so fun on there. And you go, do you support Joe Biden? Yes. No. I like ice cream. Do you support <laughs> Joe Biden? Yes. No. I smell strawberry shampoo. And dude, he gets like zero percent on his own channel with millions of people. It's like it's like eighty percent no. Or I can't even remember. I, I don't want to exaggerate, but it's a ridiculous. Now it might be ninety percent or ninety. It's it's I can't remember. It's ridiculous. You got to do it, and and it might, dude. It's it's up there. It's like the only reason it's not a hundred percent is because some people vote for the like I I smell you know or I like ice cream. It's like <laughs> it's like zero job Biden. I like ice cream coming in at f- five seven points, and then at you know whatever the remainder is. And a lot of times people will accidentally hit the wrong button. So it's it's like down to 1% or something like on his own channel. And he's supposedly the most popular president, won the most amount of votes of all time. And he's got zero people on his own channel to back him up and be like, hey, I support Joe Biden. I'm riding with Biden. Don't jump, man. So it's pretty crazy. <laughs> Don't jump, 2024. <laughs> I love it. Right, I love man. it. All right, Matt. All right. Uh, so I'll be on the lookout uh, for your appearance on Tinfoil Hat. And uh, for everybody else, man, you know, we're just going to keep pushing out that fire. So I'm going to end this with uh, our very own Matt Baker here. Uh, and one of my favorite things that has has come out of this whole pandemic. <laughs> That's the wind of time, that's the wind of history, that's the wind blowing through your ancestors' bones, begging you to do the right thing. That is the wind that Matt Baker is calling upon from Ocean Beach.